Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This week on your favorite soap operas, it's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, recaps, and interviews with your favorite daytime stars. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another live and always unpredictable edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. And this week, neither dust storms or power outages or earthquakes or hurricanes are going to keep us from our pointed soap rounds, or at least I hope so. As many of you know now, I've been hopscotching across the country over the past couple of weeks to bring you interviews with some of the biggest names in daytime television. And this week, I am so glad to be back here live with all of you and with another iconic soap star waiting in the wings to talk to us. This is, if you can believe it, our last show of August 2011, and that means that we're now less than a month away from the last airing of All My Children on ABC and less than five months away from the finale of One Life to Live. Both shows, of course, are scheduled to live on, whether it be on the Internet or on cable television, but what isn't known yet is which stars are going to be making the move with All My Children and One Life to Live when they go to wherever it is that they're going to. And that's why so many viewers were heartbroken this week when Emmy winner Robin Strasser made what could be her final appearance on One Life to Live is Dorian Lord. And it was sort of a double-edged sword, I know, for a lot of you out there, because, as you may know, Robin had to cancel last week's appearance here on Soap Central Live because she wasn't feeling well and actually was in the hospital. So all of that has led to a lot of questions. You know, why did Robin leave One Life to Live? Could Dorian return? And most importantly, of course... How is Robin feeling? So let's get some answers and welcome Robin to Soap Central Live. Thank you. <laughs> so waiting the, in the wings. I'm, not, waiting in the, <laughs> I'm actually waiting in a hospital bed. And it kind of has like magic fingers and it goes more and this thing and it, it moves underneath you. And um, I luckily have not spent much time in hospitals. And the, you know, the first hospitalization last week, it scared the heck out of me. And what's that? Wait a minute. You know, um, so it's really weird. And, and the one I was in kept collapsing. And two nights in a row it collapsed, and it occurred to me that there might be hidden cameras, and I was being punked. But I'm a drama queen, even when I'm at death's door. <laughs> oh, no, not death's door. No, but in all seriousness, how drama are queen, you feeling? Uh, uh, horrible. But, you know, um, there's uh, uh, 
I, I'm blessed. I have medical insurance. I'm at a new, very good hospital. There are very nice people uh, taking care of me, and uh, we'll uh, get to the bottom of this. And um, I'll uh, be leaping tall buildings in a single bound in, with, with, you know, God's help. <laughs> I certainly hope so. And um, we know from fans out there who've written in, they know that, uh, your original exit from One Life to Live was brought on. We, we thought that you may need surgery, but that turned out not to be the case. Well, but more you... accurately, um, I um, had very bad pain issues since uh, a back surgery in 2004, and I had um, felt that I really couldn't keep living with the amount of discomfort I was in. And I asked for a leave of absence. This was like in March of uh, 2011. And uh, word came back that, uh, yes, I could uh, have the time off for this medical emergency, but it would be deducted from my vacation pay, which I don't know about you, but that struck terror in me. And I thought, well, it's a sign. It's a sign I better slow down because why would they say something like that to me unless things, you know, were not exactly solid with the show. But beyond that, I don't want to get any more conspiracy theory. Um, I have an obligation um, to take um, as good care of myself as possible. Um, I am a performer, and what you have to build your work upon is energy and, you know, some life force. And um, I was ready to, when I uh, heard the show was being canceled anyway, um, I had a sort of plan where I would take the time off necessary to have the surgery uh, over um dark weeks, if you know what that means. That means the show mm -hmm. shuts down for production. And um, it, it felt like I wouldn't miss that much, et cetera. Um, but as it turned out, um, I was ready to walk out of the studio and jump on a gurney. You know, like, okay, let's fix this. Let's get it done because I, I want to get my mojo back. And two different surgeons said what I think um, a surgeon or any medical practitioner should be given a medal for, and that was, let's slow down. Let's just, hmm. let's just slow it down. And, uh, you know, whenever you have concerns, uh, you need to be 100% committed to all the healing, the solution, and you've also got to be able to show up for appointments and regularly scheduled um, treatment, and that's impossible at the breakneck speed that um, shows have to be taped now um, with the large number of casts, as it turned out, with a, an axe swinging over the show's heads. There was no room for... Any, anything that would disrupt the forward motion. So um, it turned out that although I was ready to wait until August to uh, take my uh, leave of absence 
um, I was told July 1st would work because other key characters were being written off at that point, and that turned out to be the Todd as played by Trevor St. John and uh, Kelly Gina Tognoni and um, uh, a couple of other people. So, you know, I, I for, you said something I'm going to take exception to, and maybe at the same time as saying that is reassure you, just from my point of view, um, actors on continuing stories have often come and gone, and then come back, mm-hmm. and then come and come back. And it was, nothing was ever chiseled in stone in terms of a door permanently being closed. Bob Woods left once or twice. Um, uh, Kim Zimmer. I'm sure people are listening now and going to their Google or from out of their own memory bank and going, yeah, and don't forget so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. So I don't think the fact that we saw Dorian say goodbye to uh, the Kramer women um, necessarily means that... Um, I'm on a lockout. From my side, there's not a lockout. Uh, from their side, well, you're an actor. You have one is always when you're an actor. Um, uh, you're part of a, a company of people, and you work for bosses who get to say, "Well, we're interested in that character, and we're interested in that. We're going to promote that person." But I personally don't feel that because, and I actually, I was watching the show yesterday. Um, I, I didn't say, ah, oh, well, there, it's, it's, it's over, it's done with, and it will never be resuscitated. Because, uh, you know, first of all, it's not in my hands. Second of all, if it's meant to be, it will be. And the most powerful, in my mind, you know, uh, voice that will speak are, are the fans themselves. If the people who are producing these shows and want them to have life after um, the dates of that one life to live and all my children uh, leave ABC, if they want to give the audience what they want, the audience will speak up and let them know. You know. Well, so. there are uh, members of that audience who I know. Uh, are ready to speak up, and we have some callers on the line. So if you'd like, we can take some of them and uh, well let them done. have yes. their say. We yes. have. We're going to start first with Chris from California. Chris, welcome to Soap Central Live with Robin Strasser. Hi, Chris. Hi, Robin Strasser. How are you? Well, I've I've been better, but I'm going to get better. Thank you. I, I've been a fan of yours for years. I've listened to your hotline. I think you and Erica Slezak were the best super couple ever. Um, <laughs> Especially during the days when you were with the secret room stuff back in the yes. mid '90s was amazing, amazing yes. stuff. I but, agree. Uh, that's that's one of my favorite uh, eras as well. But yeah. so my question, my question to you is: I think it's funny that that the show has been canceled, but the ratings have never been getting higher. I mean, it has been. Have you seen the latest ratings? One Life to Live in the last couple weeks. Has had the highest ratings in three and a half years, mm-hmm. and it's like it's and it's the number one ABC soap for the last seventeen weeks. I mean, 
it doesn't make any sense about anything. This is just, when you think of a show like, you know, Guiding Light went off the air, that was, you know, okay, whatever. Life to Live has years left in it. But my yeah. question to you is, because it's going to be continuing online, are you going to, would you be open to doing the online version of One Life to Live? And do you think, at first it kind of seems skeptical, but do you think without Brian Franz's interference, the show might have something better with, with different executives running it? Wow, you packed a lot into that question. Chris. That was a lot in there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just went no, for no, it. Let's, let's be, let's be safe. So I think one of the things you asked was if they called me and said, we'd love you to be involved in this new version of One Life to Live, are you interested? Yes, I'm, I, I am, um, I, I love the character. I love uh, the show, and I got this little thing going about how um, there's a sort of political uh, dynamic in saving scripted storylines. You know, it's pretty hard to beat mob wives. I'm sorry. You cannot be any crazier yeah. or more violent or on edge or, you know... <laughs> I, that happens to be one of my favorite reality shows, you know. <laughs> but, I, um, but that having been said, I think uh, I, I would feel very comfortable um, being involved in a continuation of the storytelling of those shows. I'm also completely open to the universe coming up with something totally different. Um, I frankly, especially now that I've uh, had this surprise bout of uh, illness, I, I could use some comedy. I mean, you know, show me the funny as soon as possible. And um, I, when I was freelancing in L.A. in the 90s and stuff, I booked uh, half-hour comedy shows and really quite um, enjoyed that process because um, you get four days a rehearsal to do uh, to tape tape on the fifth day, so it was rather extraordinary. You know, a lot of people don't know. I I, I did Dharma and Greg the week of nine eleven. Oh wow! Um, I we started rehearsal on the Monday. On Tuesday, the twin towers were hit. We were called and told to cancel rehearsal. Uh, that, that, you know, and we did not rehearse on Wednesday. On Thursday, we came in in the afternoon and we quickly did a walkthrough to show the crew what we were doing. Friday, we got into makeup and, uh, Chuck Lorre, um, said to the audience, thank you for coming. The best revenge is laughter. And, uh, we went forward and taped the show that week, uh, with all that, um, What's going on? I bring that up one because I'm. I always felt so proud of uh, Chuck Lorre's statement, and two because we're about uh, to celebrate the 10th anniversary. Um, I think you then got into something about um, Brian Franz and the decisions. Uh, I, 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 I would rather not be put in a position of making that assessment. I'd rather go to call me magical thinking. Um, mm -hmm. I'd rather go to the place where you were at going, my goodness, uh, One Life to Live is stronger than it's ever been. That, you know, why would you give up a show that was gaining momentum 
you know, who does that? Who does that? And uh, I quite agree. So in my magical thinking, I, I, I would like to believe that some people made egregious mistakes. <laughs> and that it is entirely possible, you know, that, that there could be a shift, you know, whether it's the same brain that the wrong idea came out of <laughs> or whether it's, you know, new energy that comes in and says, why would you give up something that's doing so well? Right? It wouldn't be the first time. It, it happens all the time in merchandising, doesn't it? You say, oh, well, uh, let's mark down this product. We're going to say we're going to discontinue it. And suddenly, because it's priced right or because um, services involved get better and better and, and the thing gains in value. I think, it, to me, I, I, am, am, I wouldn't put my money on taking off one life to live and all my children to replace it with unknown commodities. But I'm not a programmer and I'm not an executive and there you go. But I, um, the record stands. If, if nothing else, um, it's a, it, it, it will stand as a great credit to, uh, Frank Valentini that even though he, uh, was dealing with this, big news and I'm sure the pressure to keep cutting expenses to, you know, really, 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 but Frank is ramping up the storytelling and the, the values, etc. I think that's a great thing. I, I want to thank uh, Chris for that call and I'm going to follow up because that's something that uh, I think a lot of people were surprised is twofold. First was the absolute uh, onslaught of the fan response in uh, in response to the cancellation of All My Children, One Life to Live. And then the surprise that after being told that soaps are dying, soaps are dying, you have Prospect Park emerge and say, you know what, hey, they're not dead yet, we want them. So there have been a, a lot of roller coaster rides in this, Robin. And uh, I'm, I'm curious, for you, uh, were you surprised by the fan response? Um, well, you, you know, even a drama queen like me knows it isn't all about me. And I was not on a roller coaster ride about it, frankly. It, it, I, I, I was horrified that the shows were being canceled. I was terribly concerned about the job loss um, of hundreds and hundreds of jobs and the specter that... Um, Storytelling, which is part of our um, history as human beings. People have always gathered around campfires and told stories, and good storytellers were rewarded and, and uh, uh, a valued part of the community. And um, I have always uh, believed in and felt proud to be part of the fan energy that kept um, that I think are the real jet fuel of these shows. So it didn't surprise me at all that the fans uh, reacted as passionately. Um, if anything, though I don't know if I'm accurate, I would say I'm surprised that anybody at network was surprised that the fans were so passionate and so effectively organized. 
uh, you know, there's an opportunity to participate in um, a form of advocacy, and the fans are doing that, and they are helping that situation. Uh, A company as strong as Prospect Park uh, didn't just uh, flip a coin and say, hey, what do you think we should do next year? You know, (laughs) they were looking, they were studying, they've got their figures, they know what it is that they're investing in. And uh, more power to them. I, 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 I no, absolutely. I, I think I was astounded. Somebody said, "Oh, whatever you do, Robin, don't ever say anything against Oprah." Now, I'm not saying anything against Oprah per se, but I was watching with my jaw dropped as she made that statement, which to me effectively said. Look, thanks for asking me to save soaps. They can't be saved. It's over. Get over it. Yeah, that's that how I, I received I had it too. A problem with because I love her. You know, I've never. You know, I've, but I love her. So I'm like going, no, wait, wait, wait. So, so tell you what, let's skip over that and go Prospect Park. Good for you guys because I think they are closer to the truth. And willing to, uh, as I understand it, uh, make that commitment. It's great product. I tell you, if you were, if I were lucky enough to own a station, a TV station, would I want to have all my children in one life to live, or would I want to have uh, a cooking and makeover show and 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 have? Um, a certain person waiting in the wings who may or may not take over the slot of General Hospital. You know, I, I, so I, I can't live there because it's very unsettling. I'd like to think that there are really smart people who know and recognize the value of the shows themselves, but more importantly, have that um, sure knowledge that the audience is there, and the audience is there not in a superficial way, but mm-hmm. with a big, huge, heartfelt investment. And there, so many of them seem to be working tirelessly n- not to have this go out with a whimper, you know. And I think they're changing, they're changing the game. I think they are. And uh, for those of you out there who may have just been tuning in, we are talking, of course, with Robin Strasser today. If you'd like to call in and be a part of the show, you can do so at 866-472-5788. There are a lot of people on the line, so we're going to try to get through as many as possible in the next 30 minutes or so. If you'd like to tweet a message because you can't get through or just don't want to call in, you can do so at Soap Central Live, of course, on Twitter. So let's hit the phone lines and go to uh, up to New York. And Maya, Maya, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi. Hello, Robin. Hi, Maya. How are you? Well, I've done better, but I will get better. Thanks um, for I calling. Have... So what would you like to talk about? Um, well, I was wondering what you hope that um, the audience has taken away or learned from uh, Dorian over the years. It's a very good question. Hmm. Hmm. What not to do? <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I just always felt she was the uh, 
power of negative example, you know, and uh, um, a fascinating character to me. Uh, my uh, doubt in, in the last few years, as they made her less rapacious, less needy, less less vengeful, uh, I, I felt the loss of it. Why? Because I love being the bad guy. <laughs> um, and uh, the part had enough, yeah, had more than enough complications and ramifications and whatever. But all in all, it's it's been a, a a joy for me to play the part. I'm glad there are people who have enjoyed my work, and you know whether I am will play Dorian again at some point or I'm doing something else. Um, I've been very blessed. The people who are my fan friends follow me from one project to another. And I love it. Love it when people on the street say, oh, I know you, and I think it's going to be like a Dorian or this, and they go, you were the original Rachel on Another World. And I'm going, holy <laughs> mackerel, fellas, this is 40 years ago. I go, okay, good thing I've held off on that plastic surgery. But anyway, Maya, thank you for the question. Thank you so much for calling, Maya. No problem. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. There have been, Robin, as uh, I think the first caller, when Chris called in, he was mentioning the the wonderful dynamic between Vicky and Dorian. And yeah. you know, one of the things that people do say, you know, when they think of super couples in the world of soaps, they think of romantic super couples. But that's not always the case. And I personally think that Dorian and Vicky are probably without doubt one of the best on-screen uh, on-screen couples in soap history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What well, thank, ha- what thank you for that, but uh, I'll uh, give uh, 60% of the credit to that to uh, Miss Slazak. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's, yeah, really. What? What? Uh, I, um, I, ha- I happened to be present during the, uh, the anniversary party that they threw for Erica Slazak, and you had uh, such amazing words for her, uh, just for, for obviously for the fans who weren't able to be there. What is your opinion what, from the working relationship that you had with Erica Slazak? Oh, wow, that's a big question. Um, only, I suddenly got concerned that maybe we should answer more of the questions that other people have, but maybe what you come upon is what they uh, would most like to hear about. So I think you're asking me, uh, make it a simpler question. I'm a sick woman, darling. What? <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll frame it in the terms of, of characters. What did the Dorian and Vicky relationship, that on-screen relationship, what did that mean to you? To me? Hmm. I, I'm going to take that cause, and, and, and just flip it around a little bit. Uh, I'm a cook, and I don't follow recipes. And um, The Dorian and Vicky relationship... Um, I think is key and core to the story. And when it was at its best, it was always that they were adversaries. Underneath there may have been uh, other tones and colors, but to stay adversarial I think is important. So undoubtedly Vicky is the tenth pole of the show and... Um, I like to think that 
even as a drama queen diva, I'm one of the best supporting actresses you could possibly ever get, okay? Because <laughs> I just think the best thing any um, actor can do is get in there and be a good jazz musician. Um, it's interesting to me, and I think it's definitely a credit to the Kramer women dynamic, something that always showed up, that, I mean, Cassie DePaiva is a superb musician. Kristen uh, uh, Alderson also. And um, within our grouping, you know, we just would hit a groove together. We learn the lines, we do this, we come up with some ideas, but you're working so fast that you, you when they say five, four, three, two, one, then you want to hit a groove. You want to get, you want to catch each other's rhythms and, and, uh, you know, to me, it's always about the ensemble. And I think that's one of the, I, I, I completely hijacked the answer to that question, didn't I? And I made it about <laughs> the same women. So the, the, with Vicky, because Erica's strengths as an actress are so unique and so specific, I think I'm a, a very good foil. That there, I, I just tooted my own horn about that because the feelings I have about her, admiring her as an artist, admiring her uh, professionalism, how carefully she has used the um, accrued uh, clout that she has on the show. She uses her influence in the most democratic and uh, fair way. And the bar, uh, the standards are, are very, very high because Erica's always bringing an A game, always. And I think that just um, brings everyone around her that way. I was struck, uh, I was watching, wow, look at all that, that, you know, tone and nuance she's got in the scene with Clint and then, you know, this and that, you know, the, the, the woman is um, um, an artist. So I always felt like when Dorian was being, I hate her, I hate her, I'm jealous, I want what she has, you know, that that that, that was served very well by the fact that I, Robin was pretty much in awe <laughs> at all times. That's, that's so. interesting uh, to hear put that way. Well, good. I wasn't trying to bore you. <laughs> <laughs> you are, if one thing I can say, you are never boring. Uh, and I believe that one of our callers will probably agree with that as well. We're going to head up the coast and go to Massachusetts for Janice. Janice, welcome to Soap Central Live. Thank you. Hi, Robin. How are you? Hi, Janice. Hi. I, I was so looking forward to speaking with you. I just want to let you know that you have brought me years of joy watching One Life to Live, and I'm wondering if we'll get to see you on TV in the future. Well, I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so, too, because you are immensely talented, and I, I also want to wish you well on um, the surgery that you'll be having. You know, you will be in my thoughts, and I hope everything will go well and that you'll, you know, come back stronger than ever. Oh, thank you. Thank because you. We will, we will sorely miss you on One Life to Live. Do you think there's a chance that you will join up with a web version of it? Um, if they ask me, I'm completely open to that possibility. Oh, sure. I, that show would not be the same without you. Uh, just, just your, your talent, 
the way you the, sh- the way you show emotion. I mean, you make me cry. You make me laugh. You make me scream at you. You you are just one of the most wonderful actresses on that show, and I've been watching oh. it for over thirty years. Oh my goodness! And should we now take a pause and let everybody know that I did not pay you to say that? You did. That I've never met you. <laughs> I'm serious. I've been sitting here day after day watching the show. Well, actually, I tape it because I work all day, um. and I've been saying to my husband, "I can't believe she's leaving." I mean, I'm crying when you're oh. saying your goodbyes to your Kramer women, and oh. seriously, you, you're just one of the best actresses I've ever seen on TV. I'm going to start to cry now. Thank you so <laughs> much. Oh, you're the best. Thank you. I so appreciate that. Well, thank you so much for the years of joy. Hopefully oh. we'll see you again on TV. Amen. Thank you. You take thank care of yourself and you'll be in my thoughts. Thank you. It thank was you. wonderful to speak with you. Thanks. You take Thank care you so much yourself. for calling, Janice. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Take care. Bye. Bye. It, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, when you hear, I need tissues, okay, when you hear the fans, I mean, they they are so passionate, not just about the soaps, but about your performance, about your character, I mean, I'd imagine that that never gets old. I do not think you can ever underestimate how smart, how loyal, how intelligent the fans are, you know, I just. I believe in it. I, I, that is, you know, I, and anybody who doesn't see that has really missed the whole point of what keeps the storytelling going and what has caused the bond and the loyalty. It's, it's, uh, it's really phenomenal. Oh my gosh, Janice. Okay. <laughs> Well, we've got an, we've got more callers, so yeah, I guess keep the clean keep the Kleenex ready. We're going to go back to New York <laughs> and take a call from Spencer. Spencer, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, Dan. Hi, Robin. Hi. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking to Dorian Lord. <laughs> I am probably one of your younger fans. I'm just a teenager, but I wanted to tell you that I am in awe whenever you come on the screen. And Thank you. I have a question for you about your exit. Yeah. How did you feel about the way that Dorian was written off? Um, you know, unfortunately, I don't write the stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so I saw the material and I did the best that I could with it. And if you'll let me be uncharacteristically diplomatic... And leave it at that. <laughs> I'd really appreciate it. Because now we're talking about, well, would you like to be on, you know, something else? I'm not going to fib or lie or suddenly become a rubber stamp. Yes, it was just my, I had questions about it myself. It, you know, but, um, personally, I never got how Dorian stayed mayor. So, as that, a, was, that was it for me, too. I mean, I just was like, oh, come on. You can't seriously, seriously tell me she's not going to get... Um, I really thought she should have been brought up on charges and this and that, and humiliated, and, you know, keep her hungry, keep her the underdog, keep her scrambling I mean, for approval and whatever. I mean, uh, Dorian as Michelle Bachman does not work for me. 
just doesn't. The mayor thing was really interesting, but I always saw it as more of a passing reference that would kind of drive a story from point A to point B, like if she needed the police to do something on priority, you know, like, um, you know, Jerry, Vord- Jerry Verdern, your ex-co-star, now our co-star, when he was on Guiding Light, which was my original soap, uh-huh. he was the mayor there, and that was every day they had constant story about that, so it was a yeah, little yeah. bit different. Yeah, no, it, it just seemed um, uh, an aside that, uh, yeah, let's move along. You know, yeah. we can all do better, and in this in this respect, I I had absolutely no control. I also thought when uh, they said I was going to be uh, finished by July 1st, I thought, my goodness, that's awfully fast. I thought I'd be working more. There'd be more, but I was not. But I don't run the show. Obviously not. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so there we go. I hope I did a. a go- I, I was struck by how wonderful. The other actresses were, and Erica is just amazing. So, you know, the fabric and all of that. One, the last thing I would ever want to do is let the audience down or um, fail to do the very best I could with the material. So I, I did, did the a best great I job. Could. I mean, Thank there you. was not one person that was not watching that show crying. Oh. Well, thank you so much for your call, Spencer. Yes, thank you. And uh, it is important for folks out there uh, like Spencer to remember that this is a type of exit that certainly does leave the door open uh, for anything down the line. So that is definitely a plus. We are going to take, we have another caller, I believe from Louisiana. Let's find out. It should be Ricky. Ricky, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hey, Ricky. Okay, we may not. Oh, from L.A., okay, we're from Los Angeles. We have Ricky. Am I here? <laughs> you are here. Oh, from L.A., okay, we're from Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm from Los Angeles. I'm from Los Angeles here. So you're Ricky? Um, first of all, I wanted to say thank you, Dan. I'm from Los Angeles You have to turn your sound off on your computer and listen through the phone. Uh, that'll make it a little bit easier for you, Ricky. Oh, I think we've lost them. So we're going to Sorry, I, I'm, I'm going to experiencing a lag here. First of all, get well soon. I just Okay, we are having a little bit of issues there. Remember, for those of you who are calling in, you need to listen through your phone and not through your computer because there will be a little bit of a delay, and it's going to confuse the heck out of you. It also sounded like he was in a subway, and they don't have subways in L.A., do they? I think they do now. I think they have. They do uh, it doesn't go very far. It's nowhere near like New York, but you oh, can get no. you know one or two places. <laughs> anyway, okay. But, but so while we're, we we're waiting for some now? of the the calls to queue up, I have uh, a story that I wanted to share with you that uh, I've actually have never shared with anyone else before. But it uh, it meant so much to me that I figured I would uh, I would let you know. It was 1998. I believe it was the charity softball game for uh, Michael Zaslow for Zaz Angels Uh, back. It was at Yankee Stadium. It was a softball uh, tournament between uh, One Life to Live and All My Children. The stars were there. It was a great thing. And this is back when the Internet wasn't nearly what it was today. And it was the first press event that I had ever been able to go to that I was invited to. They thought, you know what, we'll we'll see what this Internet's about and uh, let them go there. And mm-hmm. the first person who came over to greet me in the dugout 
the first soap star that I'd ever spoken to in my life was you. Really? Oh, wow. It was. You, you came over. Uh, we were by the Gatorade. We were looking for cups. Uh, <laughs> we ended up drinking Gatorade or water or whatever it was from our hands because there were no cups. But it meant to me, uh, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, the Dorian Lord is, is chatting with me, somebody from the Internet. This has got to be uh, this has got to mean that I matter, that I count. And I think uh. that, that that meant a lot. And that sort of guided me through what I've done over the past 13 years since then or so. So I wanted to thank you for, for coming over and, and talking to the new guy on the block all the way back oh. in, in 1998. Well, thank you for covering that uh, event. That was an extraordinary uh, accomplishment. Um, I think most of the credit goes to Bryn Thayer, who played Jenny on One Life to Live, uh, because she used her extremely powerful powers of persuasion and got George Steinbrenner to let us uh, do a game in Yankee Stadium where uh, Lou Gehrig had uh, made his uh, goodbye speech when he had uh, what came to be known as Lou Gehrig's disease. And, uh, you know, besides the fact that we all loved Michael Zaslow, you know, you, you just get to some New Yorkers and you got a Yankee. You got a Yankee fan. Uh, our state, one of our stage managers, uh, Alan Needleman, walked out in the field and kissed the ground, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we were glad to have, uh, brought awareness and, um, you know, that was, that was, a, uh, an extraordinary time. I'm, and I'm, I'm glad you were there for that event. It was, uh, yeah, it, it was a very, it was so moving, and uh, I know that they're continuing to uh, raise awareness and raise money for uh, for Zaz Angels, so it's something for, for folks out there who want to check it out on the internet. Mm-hmm. We have some lines that are open. Hopefully, we've got the, the weirdness of the, the calls working. We're going to try to go to North Carolina. Okay. Uh, Kirk, I believe, is there. Kirk, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hello, Dan. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm great. Um, say, well, he- say hello to Robin. What's that? Say hello to Robin. She's hello, Miss Strasser. Robin. <laughs> Robin. Robin. <laughs> well, I just want to say that on World of Soap themes a few years back, I saw an incredibly wonderful piece that you and uh, Candace Early did back in 1981. Um, I think you were in Birmingham on a Soaps Alive. And let me just say this. I was very impressed with your business savvy. You were just so down to earth and just, you talked about other things other than working in a soap opera, but you did talk about how hard it was uh, back then. And of course, I'm a huge All My Children fan, and I've always liked your performances on One Life to Live when I've been able to see the show. But mm-hmm. I remember your performances as uh, Dr. Christina Karras. And, um, you know, with this whole Prospect Park thing that's going on, um, wouldn't it be great if Christina came back as chief of staff of the hospital? I mean, that's something you could throw out there for you. And I think it would be great because I think, you know, the old formula of soap opera telling, I don't think it's going to die. I think it's going to come back because um, there's a huge audience out there in my demographic that's mm-hmm. ready to get the hell out of corporate America <laughs> and wants to start watching soap operas again on a daily basis consistently. So what do you think about that? Oh, I think that um, uh, there has to be life after 
these two shows are canceled and they, they, they will go on in one form or another. And, uh, there's, there's stories to be told. There are new actors to be found. There are veteran actors to enjoy. And, uh, I'm open to all of it. And I think the, um, you know, your intelligence and I bet you've written an email or letter or two letting the networks know what you well, think. You know, it, it, it's, 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 it's paying off. I really right. do think. And, and, you know, don't, don't give up that dream. Cause well, I, I just want to say this. I can't tell you how much the anticipation of watching a good soap opera from the late 70s and early 80s, I miss it. That's the one thing I miss the most. Yeah. And um, I miss, you know, just being completely exhausted after watching it, you know, that I had to go out and do something like cut the grass or oh, yeah. go run or something. You know, that's, that's what's missing in daytime television right now. We should find out if they, how, how many years back they have the shows because um, the other networks market their shows to the European, you know, markets and... Um, uh, wouldn't it be cool to show One Life to Live from day one or All My Children from day one or from ten years back? And, by the way, the actors would make a little bit of money on it. So, I don't know. It would be fun to see the old ones. They replayed Dark Shadows. I think they've replayed Passions. Uh, you know, I, both those shows. I was never confused when I landed on all my children, you know, the, with the remote control. I knew I was watching all my children, and even more so a uh, One Life to Live because it had such a typical quirky casting. You know, mm-hmm. you, you just didn't see actors like that on every other show, uh, and that, I think, is a real strength. So who knows? Who knows? But the the, the the fan reaction is invaluable. And I think when all of us look back on this, no matter how it settles down when the, you know, the air is clear, I think we'll feel really good that we spoke up for what we believe in, that we expended some energy in trying to maintain or advocate for um, favorite shows, I, I think we'll feel good about it. I think that's a that's such a good point. To speak up and maybe if nothing had happened uh, would have been one thing, but to for the folks out there, the fans who thought maybe I shouldn't say anything, we may not be in the position that we're in now with these shows having interest in being able to continue. So I think that the right thing happened. Yeah. Uh, we have time for one more quick caller uh, before we have to wrap today's show. So we're going to head to John up in Connecticut. Sorry to rush you, John, but welcome to Soap Central Live. Thank you. Hi, Dan. Hi, Robin. Hi, John. I, I hope you feel better. Thank you. I Me too. I won't go into it because I've done it in your spot, but um, I hope you feel better. And I just wanted to say thank you for so many years as Dorian and Rachel. I remember you when I was 12 years old, mm-hmm. and you, you're fabulous. Um, I'm wondering if you would consider doing your memoirs, maybe after you have recuperated from your illness 
You know, when you have downtime, maybe you'll consider doing it, I hope. Thank you for that encouragement. I actually uh, have done a chapter uh, on my new revised website, robinstrasser.net. Oh and my there's a button called a website. That's great. Autobloggery. And I wrote a couple of chapters. I've had a break in the communication and relationship with the person who was helping me with the website. But, you know, creative endeavors are like right. that. So I'm not right. going to be updating uh, on the schedule that I wanted to. And by the way, being ha- hospitalized twice in a row um, hasn't helped. You know, I just want to cop to something in case just, you know, there's this miracle um, drugs that the body makes, and it's called adrenaline. And it's why football players keep running even when they're hit or why, you know, the basketball player can still jump when the ankle is whatever and why performers, you know, it, it's the adrenaline hits and you're like a surf board writer catching a wave. So I want to thank you for this opportunity to talk to so many people about something I love and enjoy because, honestly, the adrenaline has is coursing through my veins, and it's like I, it doesn't matter that I'm sitting here in this really homely hospital room <laughs> with an IV bag. You know, it's like, wait a minute, let's stay all night and I'll sing them all. You know, it's it's just this miracle that happens is that click. So thank you for this opportunity and thank you for all the wonderful things that people have said and I hear all the good wishes and uh, love behind it and and I'm glad because that's always been what I perform with, you know, is that desire to tell a good story in as good a way as I could. You know, so it's, it's, um, I don't even care if, if a half hour from now I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I, I, cause I've, I've had this delicious surge of energy thanks to, you know, this opportunity to, to talk to all of you. And thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Well, I want to thank you certainly for, uh, for calling in and considering the circumstances. Uh, we certainly want to, Make sure that you feel better, and please know this that this is just pass. this, to this is just a fraction of the number of people who've been sending messages and who wanted to get, be a part of today's show. So know that there are many, many uh, positive thoughts and prayers going out for a speedy thank recovery you. for you. I believe them; they work. They thank you, thank you so much. Okay. And- for everybody out there who uh, maybe is just tuning in or if you've missed part of today's show and you want to hear this again, rest assured that you will be able to hear the complete show in our archives over on the Soap Central Live page at SoapCentral.com slash radio. It's completely free. You can stream the show live. You can download it to your, your iPod, your your iPad, any kind of i, anything that you have. Uh, again, it's completely free. You can also, while you're over on the internet, check out Robin's official website at robinstrasser.net. You can follow her on Twitter at Robin Strasser, all one word. Uh, she can't tweet at the moment, but I'm sure, Robin, you'll tweet as, as soon as you're able to. Yes, I shall. So for everybody out there, uh, I'm going to give Robin one last chance. Uh, 
to give the final word. I think nothing would be better than to let you have the final word. When people look back, if all of the soaps were to disappear tomorrow and they look back at it, what would you most want to be remembered for? I got so depressed at the beginning of that, uh, your setup on it. If, what did you say? You said if all the soaps disappeared? You know, there are a lot of fans who are worried about it. What that a bummer. Seems to be, what a bummer. It, it is. We don't want any of the soaps to disappear, we which is don't. why we're so happy. And they never but, disappear. I mean, maybe is it because I'm a classic movie fan or because if I, you know, if I need to be cheered up, I, I, the Golden Girls here in New York, they'll, they'll give you like three hours in a row, six Golden Girls. You know, that kind of work lasts and people remember how you made them feel. So, um, uh, yeah, I would, I, I would hope that those stories, even if I can't, I, you know, honestly, I'm trying to make my mind go to the disappearance thing. I, I won't go there with you. I'm going to say they, they don't disappear. They won't disappear. Uh, fans remember, people remember how they were sitting with their grandmothers. They remember when they were at college. They remember when they were in between jobs and when they were sick and how this character and that character. And that's, that's the thing that can never be belittled about the personal reference and the personal attachment that people have to these programs. And because the actors are working without a lot of editing, without a lot of rehearsal, without a lot of, you know, all that stuff that makes people in other kinds of film or, you know, you're more naked on, on a soap. People can more clearly see through into your eyes about who you are as a person and and all that complicated stuff and unless you're a hard worker uh and uh totally committed and and a self-motivator you, you aren't lasting long on a uh, on on a daytime show you just aren't you're just one of the people who pass through as far as I am concerned how would i like to be remembered that i always tried my best well i think that that is certainly evident for everyone out there. As I said, who's who's called in, they will uh, certainly remember Dorian. They will certainly remember you. And we're hoping that, as you said, that this is not the end of anything. Uh, unfortunately, though, it is the end of today's show. Uh, as I said, everybody, you can go on and you can download this when it's done and have a copy of it for your own yep. personal archives. Uh, next week, we're going to be uh, looking at the last month of All My Children. We're also going to have Suzanne Rogers from Days of Our Lives. I hope that you'll join me then for another edition of Soap Central Live. Thank you for having me. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. 
Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 